With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a couple of shout-outs to our sponsors. But before that, hey, go leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts um, or if it's iTunes or something. We love those five-star reviews. Go over and leave those. They help so much, and that's why we're able to keep this podcast free at this point. Also, go over and check out um, our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, It will, I mean, yeah, that phone me and I'll tell you how great it is. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for for coaches who want to get better. Uh, Right now, we're running a quarterly membership, which I think is unique. Um, but what I think makes our, our membership unique is it's run by me. It's run by someone that's been there. Um, has, it coaches every day, 24 seven in the gym, dealing with the parents, all that, not run by a college coach, not run by, um, a big conglomerate. It's me. And, uh, I think it's like, if you need, if you need help on a Tuesday in February, I'll be there to help you. So come over and check out teachhoops.com. Um, it is the one-stop shop and our roadmap is second to none. It, it will it will it will walk you through the steps you need to to put rings on the finger and pictures on the wall so let's head off to the podcast how are you doing good i just got back i literally had to boot a couple of my guys out of the gym so that's okay but um i ran home it's raining in wisconsin right now so it's uh we need the rain really bad it's been pretty dry it's uh, the seven-day forecast for North Carolina is 92 and sunny for the next seven days. Ooh. Yeah, my, my, I, I think I could drive a semi-truck on my lawn right now, and it wouldn't affect it. It's so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dirt's – maybe this last couple of days of rain. But, um, yeah, oh, I say, I say anywhere, anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line in the summer is like the surface of the sun, you know. It is. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> I enjoy it. Though. I like the. I do not like cold weather. You don't. I well. I don't like cold weather either. I like. Uh, 
but I do like fall and spring. Um, mm-hmm. Those are great in Wisconsin. Falls and spring, yeah, they're those are those are the reason people stay. I think it's not the winners. I have it's been it's been years and years, but I have been up to uh, Racine. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, for uh, before I was teaching, um, I took two years off for teaching. I went up there and was doing uh, software installation for um, a company. They went in the school districts and uh, okay. basically how they put in their management work orders for repairs and stuff like that. Okay. So I traveled up there to install software and stayed a few days and got to see some of the great lakes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. The, the, um, you go to Michigan and see the sand dunes. It's crazy. You wouldn't think that there are like, yeah, I, I tell people was the, the uh, Midwest has the most valuable resource over the next thousand years. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's right next to all the fresh water. And that, fresh water, yeah. that fresh water is going to be really valuable. And, and a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. It's like, yes, it's a lot of it. All right, so go ahead. You you sent me – I remind me of the email you sent about questions. I don't remember. Oh, so here's here, – just kind of give you a little background history. Okay. I've been coaching for, uh, gosh, 19 years. Okay. The majority of it has been in the middle school level. Um, five years ago – one of my bucket lists was to be a varsity basketball coach. So five years ago, I transitioned to a small uh, 1A high school. Um, so give me, the, give me the numbering in, in 1A is small or big? Small. 1A in, in North Carolina is uh, probably a large 1A would be about seven 800 students, 700 students for a high school. Okay. That's not Overall, bad. That, trust me, I talked to 12. a coach yesterday that had like 200, so 700 isn't bad. Okay. Yeah, so they've just transitioned, and we've done our re- everything. Our conference realignment just came up this year, so we're on a new five-year conference alignment. Um, I was offered um, a position with another county, which is on the other end of where I was working, and it was back in my home, home county where I started teaching at. And I know a lot of people there, but the principal of the school, which is a large 4A school, their student population is about 1,700. Um, is 4A so, the largest in North Carolina? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, not sure. Have you heard of uh, Chris Clemens? He's, mm-hmm. He played for Millbrook High School. He's in that 4A uh, okay. alignment. Yep. Um, but anyway, going to a new conference, uh, larger school, and I – I feel confident about my, my coaching and stuff, but this is a new territory for me as far as going into a much bigger arena. Um, and I'm also the man in charge on this. So I just, I just wanted to run a few things by you okay. as far yep. as how to get things started because okay. this is so give a- me a little bit of, give me a history on the community. Does, has it won before? Um, um, it has not basketball been a high is basketball like, just kind of where does it fit? Yeah. It's probably going to be more of a football school. Um, You're located um, very close to Fort Bragg military base. So you got a lot of transitory students. Okay. And I'm kind of hoping I'm going to get one or two players from that process, but I'm also going to lose them. So that's one problem that I'm, I'm foreseeing is going to happen. Um, is that I may have some good players that come or go. Um, that's not what's really my biggest issue right now. Biggest thing right now is just I want to be able to go in. I've, I've not been able to meet any of the players. Um, we're getting ready to have open house in the next uh, week or two. 
And I'm hoping to kind of start meeting some of these guys. I don't know what I'm walking into. Can you have, for. can you have open gyms? So what's the rules in North Carolina? Uh, so right, first of all, school started yet? No, uh-uh. Okay. Um, okay. August 2nd, August 22nd is a dead period because that's allowing football to start. August 2nd is the first week of football. Okay. And then August 22nd is the last day of that dead period. And then school is starting, I think, on the 24th or 26th. Okay. I can't remember what the date was. Okay. So my plan is once I'm, I'm in there and I kind of start meeting some of these kids is having about two a day a week, uh, two workouts a week, uh, like a Tuesday, Thursday type deal. Um, I know a lot of them are playing football. They all have the other stuff. I don't want to burden them with doing stuff constant. Nope. And I think um, you sell that to them. I think you sell that to them. That's a selling point. Like I'm not, I, part of high school is doing that. Go do it. Right. Well, I think and that's I'm a selling a big point. I'm on playing multiple sports. I think they should. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So, so here's what I'm, here's, here's my thought is when I, I would read, I would try to, first of all, somehow get a, a way to contact them and communicate with them. That's the first thing it would either text messages or remind or email. Right. They don't do emails at that age, but um, so something that you can communicate. So that's the first thing. Um, because I would, my, for my issue would be like, that, like I told you before we came on, I just got back from my gym because that works for my guys. Early morning works for them because they go do other things. Great. Right. Um, so I, I always try to, so you're going to try, you, what you might want to do is figure out what in their schedule is going to work. Is it right. what day of the week, what time of the day? Um, so that's the first thing. Second thing is when you think about this, so when you're jotting stuff down and brain dumping, um, you basically got to coach four people. Okay. <laughs> you have to coach your players. So you're going into a new program. So you got to figure out how you can coach them. Then you got to coach your coaches. We're going to talk about how you're doing your staff. You got to coach your parents <laughs> and you got to coach your community. Right. So all four of them, if you want to win, all four of those four groups have to all be on the same page. Right. <laughs> and that's not an easy thing, especially walking into it. Um, probably the hardest one is going to probably be the parents. It is. It is. But here's the issue with parents. And I'm a, I, I was talking to a coach a couple of days ago about this. The biggest thing with parents is they just want to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so um, I was just talking to one of my assistants and it's like, um, you know, I'm not sure we're going to have a parent rep this year because we just, we had, didn't, we didn't play at all last year. Yeah. So I got to kind of figure out the lay of the land and who can be our parent rep. So like weekly communicate, like every Sunday, you're going to send something out 52 Sundays. You're just going to, here's what, here's our, here's our week. Cause parents, all parent parents want to know what's going on and that, that they're not always going to agree with you, but that's the big one. Right. Like, Here's what we're doing this week. Here's the opportunities. Here's blah, blah, blah. If you have any questions. Um, so that him and I were just talking about what would be the best time to do it. And we figured Sunday night would be the best time. Mm -hmm. Here's what we're doing for the rest of this week. You know, I've used, um, I've used remind in the past with some of my teams um, with yours and dealing with parents. Do you put a one remind for players? Yeah, I would do remind do for, it? I would do remind for quick stuff. And then if you're doing email, like I would even start like Substack, or I would do something almost like something you could share as far as a, even a PDF, mm -hmm. like here's all, cause then, because it's going to be the same template, like here's, 
you know, here's when the bus is leaving. Here's when we're doing this. Here's when the open gyms are blah, blah, blah for the week, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, yes, I have a, I have a separate one for parents. <laughs> um, and then what I tend to do is put my administration, because going back to the community and administration yeah. one, I tend to put my AD and my principal on that one. So they can see that, Hey, here's what I'm doing every week. Right. Like I'm letting them know whether they, whether Johnny takes, takes advantage of the open gym is Johnny's issue. Um, but I'm giving them opportunities. So I always put them on it. Do they read it? I doubt it, but they know it's there and they know they can always reference it back. Um, yeah, I like remind. I like remind for parents, especially because then you don't have to, you know, they don't necessarily have to have your cell phone number, even though everyone, I think. In well, um, I am, I kind of give you a little bit of what type of coach I, I'm, I'm very, I've, I've done a little bit of the read and react. Kind Good, of love the read and react. I love it, but I'm, I'm, I've heard your podcast in the, in, in the past, um, that you can only get to so many levels. Yeah, I'll send you my three. I'll send you my three. I'll, I'll I'll write myself a note and send you my because we just tweaked it recently. Um, we got it down to a three by five. We came so the the varsity team that I assisted in the past five years. We had a really good program. Um, they won. They went undefeated the past three years in their conference. Conference was weak. Um, we lost this past year in the second round to the uh, eventual state champion. Uh, okay. Had them beat by 10 until the fourth quarter. Um, but it, uh, I don't know if you had the same problem in, in your state, but with 1A being small schools, um, you have a lot of charter schools that are in that. Charter schools are able to pull 25 miles radius from that school, so they can pull anybody they want. Yeah, we don't have charters, but what they've done in Milwaukee – like Milwaukee is one of the most segregated cities in the country. So the, what they've done is they've broken all the big schools into little schools. Mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily charter, but um, yeah. It's but the bad thing is you can pull some of these players and it's almost like a, a recruitment. Um, we, yeah. we were going up against, I mean, in that playoff game, three of the kids were six, seven or taller. Oh, in, in that level, that's crazy. At that level is, I mean, it's almost impossible. But we are... I like reading your act. Well, give, like, me, give me, give me a little bit about you. Haven't even seen the guy, so you have no idea. Mm -mm. They, I have seen them on like I don't know if y'all have the NFH network. Yeah, um, yeah. So the Pixelite cameras have been going out this past year with due to pandemic and stuff. So I've been able to watch some of their games from this past year. Okay, so give me a strength and a weakness. Fast. They're very quick. Um, okay. I've got. I was just looking at. You know, it's really hard to tell on video. Like it is, I, it true is. athleticism of a person. It, it is. Um, That's why I got it. When I when I scout, I always watch in person because it's so right. hard. It's it's hard to tell. Um. Okay. I'm, so the, I I I thought that might be the case, but here's my issue with this is, and I was just talking to my coach, my staff about this too. You think about the game of basketball. There's basically four things that happen. You're on offense. You're on defense you're in transition from offense to defense or you're transition from defense to offense. Right. Mm -hmm. And when is the defense, the most vulnerable it's, it's the transition from defense to offense. Right. right. I mean, from offense to defense. So if you've got a fast team, when you're practice planning and stuff, you should think a lot about how can we go from the defensive end to the offensive uh -huh. end quickly? <laughs> well, because my guess is you're going to get a lot of looks. The read and react, you only want to run read and react about 30% of the game. 
hopefully well, 40%. I have transitioned some. So my plan before I was taking this job, what I had been studying all summer long was running some of the Princeton stuff. I was, I was going to run the point. Okay. Um, one of the sets that we ran last year, which I really liked, um, was kind of like a pistol set. Yep. Where you have your five man instead of them rim running, we basically yep. had them trailing and they would go and set a ball screen. Okay. Um, and, and there was a dribble handoff at that ball screen. So it was a mesh point there where you had a dribble handoff and uh, that handoff, you could either choose to use it or not use it. And there was a lot of action off of that. Okay. We did that a lot and it worked very well. We even kind of set set it up to where we had a quick three-pointer off of like if they did a two-three zone. Yep. Um, so what I've been thinking about all summer running with what I was planning on the team that I had um, was implementing the point series with Princeton. But my only thing, I want to make sure that I can run it in a quick setting with this team. It's kind of what I want to be able to be quick with it. Um, I don't want them to go down and be robots going out. I want them to have one or two passes and, and have a quick. Win. Right. So I, he, I think it's, <laughs> here's the hard part for you. And I'm just going to be honest. Hard part is you really don't know what's in the kitchen at this point. Right. I do know as far as size wise, I've got three seniors. I got one point guard. I've got a, a, a six, three, six, four. Uh, but you don't know how fast they are going to pick this up. Right. I have don't no know. idea. I don't know how smart they're going to yeah, be. Yeah. You don't know their basketball knowledge and you don't know that. I mean, so you almost have to have two or three, three recipes ready to go because you, you're not, you might just want to let them go too. Like you might just want to like, <laughs> like I said, just push the ball, get up, you know, our first good one, you know, because and again, how, how well do you know the conference? Like you haven't really scouted the conference per se. It's a combination 3A, 4A. Um, so okay. you've got large majority of the schools that are going to be um, – I do know some of the schools just from past history. Uh, some of the, the federal schools that are in the city, they're going to be my, the, the teams that I'm going to have to try to beat. And they're going to be just as athletic and, and fast as I am pretty much they're they're going to be pretty equal to that um and i think that's the biggest thing i was wanting to run past you was like how do i prepare for a season coming up where i don't know of any of these players um, <laughs> i know I, it's, right it's, now it's, my hands are tied your hands are tied so that's where you got to try can so what's the rules come august 22nd can you can have open gyms yes okay can you can can they play in tournaments in the fall? Can they do anything where maybe well, we typically um, else does or I think a lot of right preseason before the season really ramps up, they you see a lot of jamborees and stuff come up. Uh, me being new to the the varsity coach position, the the school I was at, we really didn't participate in any fall tournaments or anything like that. So I'm not real sure about the rules as far as being able to get them to go and do fall tournaments. So the only reason I'm telling you is because I've been, again, I've been thinking about this because we didn't have a season. So I want to see my guys kind of right. in that system. Normally we don't do it in the fall either, but I just kind of want to see them other than in an open gym competing against other people. Um, Cause I think if you do that or somehow at least get them in an open gym where they're, you're going to be able to go, okay, here, 
here's our kryptonite and here's our, right. you know, this is what we're good at. Um, you know, do you have any shooters? Do we have, you know, do we have guys that are going to be able to press the whole game? Am I deep? Am I not deep? I think going in, it's like you can, you can practice plan, but it's like, it's really hard to do it when you don't like have, you have like zero. I'm not laid on eyes on any of them. Right. So it's like, maybe maybe read and react is the answer maybe maybe princeton is uh, who knows at this point i i, I think you got to somehow get them in the gym yeah and see them i mean I, that's my personal opinion is you're in a very unique situation in the sense that you have no idea <laughs> I have. usually I have. someone's an assistant or blah 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 or they kind of you don't have any idea kind of what they All have right. um so, so I would spend um, more time on the defensive end, maybe, than the offensive end until you see him play. Oh, defensively, I'm a man. I'm a kind of a gap sagging uh, pack line. Yep. Pack line defense. I like the press, and from what I've seen from these guys, they ran a really fast pace, uh, one two two, like pressing on the almost like a diamond press. They were pressing the ball out of bounds. I don't particularly like that per se. I'm more of a Two two one type person. I'm not yeah, sure. Or half court. I think you're. Yeah. It's more. Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. You could do some if you like pack too. You could do some full court. I tell I tell coaches too, just have your point guard pick up their point guard in the full court. I mean, yeah. you don't even have to do. I mean, as a former point guard, I used to hate that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't get into my offense. I couldn't go as fast as I wanted. And you can change things. your tendencies on that too, or you can lay off. You can press up. Yeah. It's just enough tweaks that it will cause them problems. Yes. Yes. Um, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. And, okay. and I, I was – when you – Coach Wheeler, I listened to the Princeton. And are you familiar with when I was talking about the pistol set? It's yes. not in the Princeton. It's a completely different um, – what would be your thoughts on trying to uh, – here's my thinking. Uh, I like to have a secondary break. A, a, I like to have that rim runner running to the rim, being there ready for, for a quick basket if it's possible. So, and how often do you get that? In, in years past, um, our five-man, because of the type of players that we had, it was more of a slash and drive type. So you had those guys that were very skilled at being able to get to the basket. The, our five man was probably the, the least skilled person on the court, but okay. he's still, I'd say in a game, probably about 20, 30% of the time okay. in really transition, good. they would get their hands on the ball and they would get a quick bucket just for some fact they outran everybody down the court. Right. Um, I think this would happen here too, but my problem is my five man, if you're running that point series, um, he runs the rim that's possible to do that if he doesn't get the rebound right and what i was thinking is if if this guy gets the rebound it's going to be hard for him to transition to the basket and and be there and beat everybody down the court so what i was thinking about doing was run basically just implementing if this guy we run our secondary break except for when this guy gets the rebound if he gets the rebound, then we're running a pistol set out of that. And, and it's a, still kind of like a secondary break. You just don't have anybody under the basket to do that. I like that. I like that. The only issue is you're putting constraints. And will they be able to do that on the fly? 
That would be my only question with that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is because okay. I'm not talking this, about a primary break, like we're getting out and they're going. Um, no, I get it, I get it. But you're just saying when this one guy, so they got a they got a process. So you right. think about it, they got a process. He got it. Now we're in this. But I mean, there's a constraint there, which will slow which is fine. It's just, I, I'm not sure how fast the team will pick it up. I don't know your team. I um, got you. So it's one of those things you can try it. Um, you're going to have to rep it a lot. I'm right. just going to tell you, you're going to have to, it's like secondary breaks. If you run a secondary break, you got to rep it a lot. Right. Um, if you want it to become a habit. Um, and then the other, other point of that, like if you run it, I, I know when you run in point, there's not necessarily run into spots per se. Yeah. Um, how and do why do you like the that? handoff? I'm not a big fan of the handoff. Well, I'm, I'm going to double your handoff. I'm coming at you. If you're handing off, you're bringing my, you're bringing a defender to the ball. Right. I'm coming at you. I'm just saying that's like. You're not running this every single time down the court. And I think that's one thing is. Okay. Most teams are not prepared to do that, especially if they're playing a man. And what I've in the conference that we ran in the past year or so, they typically would try to run a zone against us just because we were more skilled and more athletic. And so they, you saw a lot of two, three zone. And we kind of shifted that, that handoff action. You still, it was kind of a little bit like the chin. We would run the handoff action and we right. would have our, our four guy, he would, instead of, diving or switching he would just go and screen the high post the high man and so when he came off that handoff he passed it across you had an open three in most cases uh, what do you have any idea what people run in your in your in the conference defensively uh, defensively uh from what i have seen i've seen one team run a one three one um mostly man uh, I've seen it all. I mean, but th there's not a lot of games to go and look at because uh, most of these, the teams, they did not play a full schedule last year. And with the, I not having access to huddle, I'm still in the process of trying to get access to watch film from what they do have. Right. Um, so from yeah, what last I year, seen, last year, from an observational standpoint, a lot of more, a lot more zone last year, at least in our, in the Midwest, because people just didn't have the practice time. Right. Um, no, I like I like all the ideas. I just think you have to you have to map out how you're going to teach this to them, right. and then how how fast you think they're going to be able. To. So, do you have your schedule? Yes. And how many days between tryouts in the first game? Uh, they have a tip off tournament that's within our county, okay. and that was like um, I think the twenty second of November. First practice is November 1st for us. Oh, November 1st. Oh, you started early. Holy cow. Um, That's our first practice is November November 1st. November, hold on, I'm looking. November 1st. So I have um, okay. I have roughly two and a half weeks to really kind of. Oh, yeah. But, probably, it's probably over Thanksgiving shootout or showcase probably, huh? Or is it before that? 
Um, two and a half weeks, you can get a lot in in two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's. I think it's the twenty second. I cannot. I'm not that's, looking at the schedule. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. That's fine. The first is the the first is a Monday, and then the twenty second would be a Monday. So my guess is it maybe it pushes up to Thanksgiving, maybe. Um, so how much do you implement in workouts, um, open gyms, like implementing your offense and stuff like? Because I know some of these kids are going to be doing football and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't, I can't like in open gyms. I can't coach. I, can't I get coach. some contact days in the summer that I can do some stuff on. Um, so all you're allowed to do is let them go in and play. Yeah. So once school starts, basically once football starts, I kind of stop. But um, like today, I just opened it up and they just got in the machines and just shot. Um, so, uh, yeah, once school starts, it's just, I can just open it up and they just run basically at that point or they can shoot, um, or do skill work. Uh, if you're able to do that, I would pick one or two things that you think you're going to do, um, and then try to implement. If it's legal to do that, I would definitely do that. Um, even if it's not your guys, even, (laughs) even if it's like the sophomores, that aren't going to maybe necessarily be on your team, you can start experimenting because, you know, the sophomores are going to be like the same, I mean, kind of the same, same kind of gist as far as how fast they're going to pick it up and stuff. Right. Yeah, um, and that was one of my questions is, is um, in years past, the, the JV and varsity played separate sites. So the JV coach was never able to be with the varsity team at all. And right. it was really never got to watch them play or, or and vice versa. The varsity coach was never able to watch the JV teams play. This year, that's different. They, everybody's playing the same side. And that's right. good. Um, and so that's what another one of those areas that I've got to figure out is like how much does the JV coach want to be involved with the varsity team? Well, you're hopefully sitting on your bench and hopefully all that stuff. That's um, what I'm hoping, but that's not a necessarily – um, I don't know the dynamics of it yet, so I yes. don't know what how into basketball he really is. So I've only, right. I've, I've laid eyes on him one time. I've really not had an opportunity to talk to him. Right, and that's your AAA if you know anything about baseball. Like that's yeah. your that's your place you got to go if you need <laughs> if yeah. you need to fill a spot, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, that, it, it definitely can build. I mean, the thing is, that's what once you get past this, this year is always the hard year. But once you get kind of past into the spring, then it's about like, how am I building this thing as, you right. know, single A, double A, triple A, you know, major leagues kind of thing. Um, because that's the kicker. If you want to build a program, that's the key. It's like all these, you know, all they're not drones, but all these little drones are coming through and they all kind of know how things work. Right. So by the time they get to you, you're not teaching them. You know, they've already got that skill set, whatever right. skill set that is you want. They've already got it. I'm, I'm definitely hoping they're going to be a, a good shooting team. Uh, I, I like kids to shoot. Um, we did that very well in the past four or five years. Um, I just and, I don't know. And, and do you have any reason to think they are shooters? Well, just speaking with the J, uh, the assistant coach, he said they did not do very well this past year. But uh, again, um, they lost their coach for almost three weeks because of COVID. Right. Uh, one of them situations where his wife tested positive, he tested negative, and like, I don't know if you've read to do it, but you had to wait ten yeah, days after thing. quarantine. So it right. was like a four week period. So I think. 
so so shooting is something you can you can you can you can track and you can find the data and you can figure out real fast if your team can shoot (laughs) so that's something you know my guess is if it's a if it's a 4a they probably got a shooting machine my guess they do have one it's an older one It, it is a dish but it's an older dish that's fine. As long as it can get them reps, you can yeah. figure out. Um, yeah. So that, that might be my, that might be my fall is try to get them in the gym and get shots. up. Yeah. Um, it's that selfish part. Let, let's be selfish. This is when you can work on your game kind of thing. Um, here's some skill. Here's some skills you're going to need. Here's what you're going to be able to need to shoot all that kind of stuff. Um, because I'm telling you, it won't matter what you run if they can shoot. I mean, it will, but it's like if they can't uh, shoot, it doesn't matter what offense. And if they can shoot, it doesn't yeah. matter what offense. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, high school in where you're at, average three point percentage for a high school player, a good shooter would be what, 35%? Yep. So I was just talking to a couple of my guys in the gym. So I said, on the machine, you should be 50 to 60% with no yeah. defender. High school, if you're a really good shooter, you're in the 40% range. Okay. In a game, like when you're getting pressure, I said it drops, and I'm. This is me being the stats teacher. It drops from from machine and no pressure, no movement. It's going to drop about fifteen percent because you don't get those shots in a normal game, right? So I said you guys should be shooting in the fifty to sixty percent range in an empty gym on a machine because it's going to drop 15 percent. And then I, you know, I'll put them on another one of our machines and have them moving or dribbling and then all of a sudden you just see the percentage drop because it's not as consistent so yeah if you can find a couple 40 percent consistent three-point shooters you'll be fine those are harder to find they tend to be more in the 30 to 40 range um but they can consistently in a game setting be in the 40 percent green light baby green light now do you do the green light red light i do Uh i do and it's like a passport they got to earn their passport (laughs) gotta earn it yeah. We got to earn it. And we do it before and after practice. Now we didn't do it last year, but yes, I, I, I was, I, um, it, some it, guys, some guys don't need to earn the passport because everyone knows they can shoot. Right. Um, but there's guys that think they can shoot like every six, five kid in the world thinks they can shoot. It's like some so, of them can, but something I was doing with the dish uh, last year, I was having, this was the, the JV every time I would have like two of them come in just a little earlier for pride before practice. And I would put them on the, um, it was a, a predefined, it was the hunter shot yep. uh, challenge. Basically, you're doing five all the way around, two pointers, five, three pointers all the way around. And then you did elbow to elbow, then elbow to elbow, three pointer. And then you finish up with a free throw. And I based, I tried to get everybody through that um, before our first game. And I kind of based how well they did off of that, yep. off that one Right. The, the, the thing is, you need a basically a passport for the first three or four games. And then after the first three or four games, I would just pull out the stat sheet and go, you're shooting 27 percent from three. Stop it. Like, yeah, if you want to if All you right. want to get better at it and get in, the, I'm more than willing to open the gym up when we come in before school or whatever. But no, this is not your strength, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, those are those are courageous discussions, but they have to happen. <laughs> it's, you know, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think that's I think that's good. So tell me, tell me what your thoughts are. Um, my thoughts for this kind of season. Yeah, um, like what what what's your what's your what's your plan for the next month? 
that would be my that would be my question for you well for the next month is basically i'm going to try to get them into the gym as much as possible um two to three times a week until we can start practice that's my ultimate plan right now and just kind of get to know these these kids um and just starting to learn the community i I know the principal there, me and him have worked together in years past. Um, but other than him, it's a new community for me. Right. Um, it's about a 30 minute drive, 35 minute drive for me to get to that school. And that's going to be one of my problems is just being able to be accessible. And like, I can't just jump in the car and go home for real quick and come right back. Right. Um, so that's going to be a little bit of a challenge and just getting to know everybody that's there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I would, that, that's what I would tell you to do is like, I would start, I would grab, I've got like 85 of these. I would grab a notebook and start writing down everything you think about over the next month. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, here's what I think we can do. Here's what I don't think we can do. And then um, because if you try to, if you think of it in terms of big picture, it's going to overwhelm you. Um, right. you know, like I, schedules done good or buses done or all, all there's, there's going to be all this administrative stuff. You've, you've coached long enough, you know, yeah. all that crap's going to come in where you don't, you don't get to think about the things you want to think about, which is like, how we right. score, you know, how deep am I, um, those kind of things. Um, but I agree. I, I would try to get them cause you're going to, I would say after two weeks, you're going to know what you got. Okay. <laughs> It's like, and then after those two or three weeks, you and I should get back on a call and let's like, okay, we got guys that are like, we can do this. Maybe we need to run and jump. Maybe we, you know, maybe we're, possess you know, I would also start asking around the conference and try to figure out who's going to be good. Well, I've already kind of already done all that. Like I've been told based off of what I have, I should be able to win 18 games. Okay. I don't, I don't like, Somebody tell me that because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to have that. I'm just saying, who's the best it. team on your schedule, and can you beat them, and how do you beat them? That's the question you should be asking yourself. And that's what I've got to find out. I know uh, from what people have told me, there's one particular school, and they are the other four A. They're they're the only other four A school in my conference, and they everybody's told me that I've talked to. They're loaded. right. So how do you beat them? Like that's what you got to figure. Because if you can beat them, you can beat the three A's. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, like that's where you got to spend your that, that's where you got to do some investigative reporting and go, OK, they've got two bigs and blah, blah, blah. So I got to try to counter that, because if I can do that against them, I can do it against anybody else. Yeah, um, that lets you get out of districts, so you get the state, whatever it is in North Carolina. But um, that's what I think you got to do. I mean, I agree 100 percent. You can't make a soup, even though you got the ingredients, you don't know what kind of soup to make until you see <laughs> Until you see what they, you know, their right. strengths and weaknesses. Uh, well, I'm I'm pretty comfortable in in playing against the zone. I can. I, that's not the problem for me. Um, right. For me, it's just really kind of establishing a a good base. I, I want to have that in my head because I don't want to go out there on the court and and not be able to. to well, tell part them. of it is you're gonna. Yeah, part of it is like you. you <laughs> I wouldn't even plan past a week of practice plans for the first week because you're not going to know how they learn. Like, right. You know, you might have to spend 30 minutes just teaching them help side. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But then, you know, once you've taught it, then you can do micro lessons after that, but you don't know what they know and what they don't know. It's like me walking into my classroom. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to teach a calculus if you don't know pre algebra two kind of thing. Right. Um, 
So that's where you're kind of going in blind. That's what makes it more difficult than a normal year. Um, but I think offensively, what we've talked about will work. You can, you know, you could have series, you could have, I think you should probably have some sort of motion, like a read and react, something yeah. like that too. Um, and then a break, the break should kind of take care of the rest of it. Like, here's my sets, here's my motion, whatever it is, and then transition. But you're going to have to build that transition into practice. Yeah. People don't practice transition enough. I'm just talking. I agree. I agree. They just don't. They just don't. They don't practice both transitions from offense to defense or defense to offense because it's a lot of the game and people spend too much time on the one quick hitter. It's like, great, you run that three times. There's right. 70 possessions in a game, you know, so you got to figure out what, you know, work on the stuff that's going to actually impact your guys. That's where in the off season shooting impacts your guys, getting them together, impact your guys, things that will have a bigger impact on your season, I think. Okay. Um, but all right, I got to run. I got to run to another one real quick here. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, five, those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.